Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The face of stroke is going through changes. I think that's all I can say. Changing the face of stroke. Boom. Intro done. I think. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are the, the Neuro Nerds. Yes, that was on time. I feel pretty good. About, I feel pretty good about that. Neuro Nerds. Welcome to the Neuro Nerds, and I should say, welcome to the Neuro Nerd. So, my co-host. Lauren, the ass kicker, El Manzano, is traveling the world, as she always does, because she's a woman of mystery. And she's heading to Spain again, which is awesome. Really, really excited. I miss her already. So I'm doing a Joe Solo Rocks episode. Oh, the one good thing is I don't fear for my safety. Actually, somehow, I don't know why. I'm still a little flinchy. Still looking over my shoulder. Is she here? Is she behind those boxes? Is she in the ceiling? Are you in the ceiling? I hope not. So recently... I've been uh, doing a campaign with a very good uh, friend of mine, a stroke survivor, a fellow stroke survivor from Barcelona, my friend Nefri. Nefri is an amazing person. She's such an incredible human being. She's one of the nicest people. She's one of the sweetest people. And she just works so hard for our community. She is just the best. Maybe about two years ago, um, we we started chatting a little bit here and there. She was a feature on, uh, I had a, um, her story featured on my blog, on the Uso Rocks blog, in the Uso Rocks section of the Joso Rocks blog, plug. <laughs> and we just started chatting, uh, you know, randomly here and there. And we've been talking over the past couple of years, hey, we should do something together. Like we should really try to figure out something that we can do together. And finally, it came to a head. We're like, hey, let's do this thing. Like, let's, let's start a campaign. So we started a campaign together called we speak up against stroke and you know nefri is heading it and we decided to partner in on this and we started to do the damn thing and it has been it's been amazing it's been there's been such a great reaction to it in our community people from literally around the world where you know we're, we're speaking up against stroke like well 
it'd be weird. We'd be, hey, we speak up for stroke. No, we don't want to do that. No, we want to speak up against it. We bottom line, we just want to educate the masses. We want to educate the people who haven't had strokes. And we also want to educate our fellow stroke survivors because there's honestly not enough information out there. There isn't. One of the the biggest problems that I've noticed over the past couple of years and becoming an advocate in this community is not a lot of stroke survivors know, number one, what type of stroke they had. I've spoken to, I can't tell you how many people because I don't know, there's something wrong with me. I talk to way too many people from around the world. It's a lot of people and a huge percentage of them just don't. I've had this as a response back to my question. Well, what type of stroke did you have? Oh, they're different kinds blows my mind. Now, now I didn't know that I didn't even know what a stroke was until I had a stroke, but then afterwards I actually had to do all the research and I, I asked questions and I looked stuff up online. Now, Oh, I understand what type the different types and uh, it's, we have to educate and advocate for ourselves, but so many people just don't know what type of stroke they had. Now, if we don't have the information, how can we prevent another stroke? How can we really recover if we don't know what we're really recovering from? So the campaign was basically just to talk about stroke, bring awareness uh, to stroke. And we're putting a video together um, of stroke survivors and all different faces and, and, and shapes. And just like, hey, look, stroke doesn't look like one thing. You can't just look at a demographic of people and be like, yes, though that's definitely a stroke survivor demographic. It could literally happen to anyone. But the downside is at least here in the States, I've had a little back and forth with uh, uh, um, my Jello live stream co-host, Ella Sophia in Canada, where I'll say things like, oh, well, you know, all the pamphlets, all of the information that we have here are, you know, old white people, old, white haired, wrinkled Caucasian people. And she kind of, you know, she pushed back a little bit. We had a conversation and she was like, hey, that seems a little prejudiced. You know, it seems a little, you know, it's, it's almost racist. And I'm like, cool. I explained to her, I don't know how it is in Canada, and this is how it is here in the States. And I actually thought about it. Am I just, am I generalizing? And is this just what I'm doing? The more I talk to as many people as I can, which again, way too many people. <laughs> and I asked them how they felt about it and what they thought about the information that out that's out there. And again, a very large number of us responded with, Oh, I didn't know I was having a stroke or I didn't think I had a stroke because I'm not an older white person. Now it's been shoved down our throats and all these pamphlets with, well, this is what you look like. And this is, these are the people that have strokes. I thought it was an old people thing. And, and to be honest, all the paperwork that I've seen, there's not a whole lot of ethnic people that there isn't. So I was just like, oh, this is just like a Caucasian thing. Old people wrinkled white that again happens to them. Why would it happen to me? I'm a younger Puerto Rican male. So, yeah, so after we started the We Speak Up Against Stroke campaign went really, really well. A, a lot of people got involved. People got really excited. I was like, yeah, we need to keep this campaign going, not just this campaign. We need to expand it. So I'm going to continue after the campaign ends um, on World Stroke Day at the end of this month. The campaign is going to continue on as change the face of stroke, because that's what I want to do. I want everybody in the world to just look at everyone and say, oh, yeah. Any single one of, if you look at anyone from anywhere, that person, there's a possibility that that person could have a stroke. That person could be a stroke survivor. You can't just look at, oh, well, you know, well, you're so young. That doesn't matter. The amount of pediatric stroke survivors I know is incredible. It's, it's just such a large number. 
Now, the amount of people around the world, it's not, just, oh, well, here in America. Be, nope, it's not here. It's it's in the Netherlands. It's in Macedonia. It's in Canada. It's in Singapore. It's in Ireland. It's in the UK. Everywhere. Australia, by the way, it's a very large stroke contingency in Australia. I don't know why. I think it's just they have an amazing they have amazing resources there. So it's a lot more understood and known. I think that's why it's so big. I don't think it's just because, oh, you're Australian. So clearly you have more strokes than other countries. <clears throat> so my focus on, oh, by the way, Joe's a little bit sick. If you heard that little, that little, <clears throat> that little thing, I was recently, uh, I, I live in LA for those who don't know, but I think you guys all know I live in LA. So I left here and it was comfortably in the mid to high eighties when I left, right? I went to uh, Portland, Oregon for a wedding where Felice, Neuronode producer, and Joe's beautiful significant other was officiating her brother's wedding, which was super amazing. She did a great job. I cried like a little girl. It was beautiful. But in Portland, Oregon, so I went from mid to high 80s immediately to mid to low 60s, right? And and some of the days it was like 58 and like it's it's chilly. In comparison, it's freezing. It's not. It was really nice. But anyways, um, it was a lot. And then my first day back is today, like my first full day back in California. And now... It's in the mid eighties again. And how do I feel? I feel awful. My body hurts. I coughed and it hurt. Ugh. So if you hear a little, <clears throat> just understand Joe sick, wish me good health. People wish me good health. Haven't I suffered enough? <laughs> so, so anyway, I digress. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star review on the Apple podcast app. Your reviews help us grow and reach more listeners like you. Find us by searching for the Neuro Nerds on the Apple Podcast app today. So I we we wanted to change the, the the face of stroke, and I want to start the campaign with a hashtag: change the face of stroke. Because I want to educate people. I want everybody to know you could have a stroke. I don't want to fear monger. I really don't. I don't want people to be worried because I'll talk about this stuff in certain groups, and people are like, "Now I'm so, now I'm paranoid. Now I'm this. Now I'm that." And I don't want them to be. That's not a good thing, but if I can talk somebody into going to a doctor, checking their blood pressure, checking their diet, checking their family history, I'm all about it. Especially if you look at the numbers, 80% people, come on, 80% of all strokes can be prevented. Now, that number makes me very uncomfortable because it's so eight out of 10 people, eight out of 10 people that had a stroke that could have been prevented. Me, I say it a lot. My stroke 100% could have been and should have been prevented. I wasn't educated. I wasn't. I didn't do the right things, the simple adult things. I didn't take care of myself physically. I absolutely didn't take care of myself mentally. I ate horribly. I didn't talk about any of my issues, my problems. I didn't try to process anything. I didn't go to a doctor. And the one time I actually did see a doctor and he was like, you really need to, to check your blood pressure. Your blood pressure is out of control. You really need to do something about it. I didn't listen. It was just like, yeah, eh, whatever. I, it's, it's something that I just kind of grew up this way. That's not an excuse. It's just a reason I, I needed to, to do these things. I needed to grow as a person and I needed to be able to take care of myself. So I'm here for as long as I can possibly be here. And I think every single one of you guys out there should be doing the same. I, you know, I don't want to preach. You guys have to. Just think about it, though. Like, let's just take a step back and let's just think, do I want to be a kid? Do I want to be an adult? The adult, like, look, I am probably one of the most immature people you'll ever meet, but I'm mature enough to act like a kid. There's a difference. Also, I want to be better. 
I was raised a certain way. I was taught to be a certain way. My mom did the best she could with me because she didn't have the information that she should, that, that we have today. We have better information. We're adult. We have every single answer to every single question possible at our fingertips in our phones. All we, we don't, you know, what's really crazy. We don't have to type anything. We can literally just talk. Hey, Hey, Google this Siri, look this up and boom, all the answers are there. That's all you need. You, you want to learn about what, what a stroke is and what you should do, how you should change your diet, what doctors to see, what are the signs you, all you have to do is talk into your phone. There is literally no excuse not to take care of yourself. Now, some people are, well, I'm really busy and there's so much stuff. Cool. Really busy. So many things to do. You don't want to take the time out of your day to go see a doctor. Cool. How about if something happens, you're going to be forced to lie down in a hospital bed for an evening, a week, a month, or God forbid, even longer. That's it. Game over. Right? So make the time. There's no excuse to not make the time. Now, if you don't care about yourself, I understand that. Because I didn't care about myself for a really, really long time. I, I really didn't. I hope you do eventually care about yourself. But if you don't care about yourself, that's fine. Your family, your friends, your significant others, your, your, your others, like you have more significant others. Like, you, <laughs> hey, I don't know. You know, it's, it's, it's a different world. I'm not going to shame anybody. <laughs> well, I got like three girlfriends. All right, cool. Go out your bad self. Your dog, whoever you care about, do it for them. Number one, you should absolutely be doing it for yourself. You should be taking care of yourself for yourself. But if you don't want to do it for yourself, do it for your friends, do it for your family, because it really sucks for them too. Now, speaking of campaigns, so I'm doing the campaign. There's a lot of campaigns. You're going to hear the word campaign a lot. So I'm doing the, we speak up against stroke with Nefri and it's been amazing. It's been a, a great result. And I'm going to continue that momentum with change the face of stroke campaign. Boom. And then later on in the year, we're going to, oh, we're working on a campaign for the caregivers because we need to get some more love to these caregivers because they go through so much shit because of us. I don't want to say it like that. That sounds really weird. Like, yeah, we did. They have to deal with a lot. You know what I mean? Like understand as much as we have to deal with like what's going on in our head, what's going on with being overstimulated, brain fog, fatigue, all the chaos that goes on in our head. Like we, as much as we don't understand it, it's happening to us. Imagine the other side, the people who aren't going through it, that are just dealing with you going through it. This is traumatic for them. They need some love too. So I want to, um, I'm, I'm going to be working on a campaign for, for them at some point too. One of my favorite people, uh, Colleen Leany, I call her Leany. She's, uh, I think, uh, what's, what's her handle? Uh, the underachievers blog, I think at underachievers blog on Instagram. I think she talked about uh, doing a campaign for taking your meds. Like, like it, it's really funny the way it came same to fruition. <laughs> she left me a message. She's like, you know, we, we should work on a campaign for, you know, taking your meds, you know, and, 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 and the, the campaign, like take your pills. And I was like, well, we have to like really workshop this because it could just kind of sound like we're telling everybody to pop pills. We don't want that. But the point is we're younger stroke survivors and there's a stigma attached to us taking more pills than our grandparents, you know? And that shouldn't be, it shouldn't, there shouldn't be, we shouldn't be looked down on. There shouldn't be any strange thoughts coming our way just because you pull out like this big old thing of pills at dinner, at an event, whatever it is, we're taking them because we need to. It's just like if somebody had allergies or if somebody had, um, uh, I don't know, ate like a mushroom, they're allergic to mushrooms. They have to break out the, the EpiPen. You're not going to look at them like, oh, that person's doing drugs. They just shut. No, they're saving their life because 
of this medicine that's going to take care of their allergy. We're taking the pill, these pills, not because we're drug addicts, we're taking them because it's saving our lives. Now, I don't think we should be looked down upon for doing so. So at some point, I'm going to be working with Lini and work on a campaign um, to try to figure out how to word, take your pills without shame, without making it sound like we're like pro doing drugs. You know what I mean? Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. As a brain injury or a stroke survivor like myself, it's hard for me to get through reading books due to my injury. But with Audible, I can now enjoy as many books as I want just by listening. Before I started using Audible, I was having trouble reading my brain buddy Mimi Hayes' book. I'll be okay, it's just a hole in my head. But once it popped up on Audible, I immediately put it on my wish list. Read Mimi's book with us. That's right, the Neuro Nerds are forming a book club. What a great way for our brain injury survivor community to read books together. And even if you don't want to read the book we're reading, with this free trial, you can select any book of your choice for free. Go to audibletrial.com slash the Neuro Nerds. Boom! but first and foremost is to change the face of stroke campaign and i'm very passionate about that because i don't think there's been a time in my three years post-stroke that i've talked about having a stroke to a new person a new group a stranger and them saying wait how there's not been one person that said oh okay well are you it isn't the first reaction isn't are you okay is it the first reaction is but you're too young how how did you how that's not what you should be asking. What you'd be asking is, oh, wow, I hope I'm in a good place. You know, what were the signs? What, you know, that, that should be the first reaction, not, but you're so young. I was in my 30s when I had my stroke. That, yes, I'm considered a young stroke survivor. On the regular, every single day, I speak to, oh my gosh, again, it's probably something wrong with me. I speak to minimum a couple of dozen people in our community almost exclusively under 50 years old, you know, a handful of people here and there um, that, that are a little bit older, almost to be honest, almost everybody exclusively under 30 years old, you know, it's, it's a thing. It's a thing. Now, 30% of all strokes happen to people under 50 years old. That is a big number. Okay. Now just think about that, right? Well, you're, you're 40, you're getting older, 50, you know, you're like right there, you know, you're on, you're on the cusp of being like old, right? It depends. Age is just a number, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> so under 50, 30%, three out of seven, wait, three out of seven. Ah, that's funny. Three out of 10 stroke survivors are under 50, right? That's a very large number for people to look at us like, well, how, how is that possible? You're so young. So I think the change, the face of stroke campaign is going to be good for everybody. I think it's going to show so many different faces and backgrounds and ages and and genders. And like, really, it's everybody. And again, I kind of feel like it's (laughs) it's not fear mongering. I'm not like, oh, you're a person. You can have a stroke. The reality is you can. You absolutely can have a stroke at any age. Man, woman. any ethnic background, any religion, like literally any human being, if you're a human being, you can have a stroke. I don't know about aliens. I I don't know what what their innards are like. I don't know if they have strokes. Hey, recently I've kind of, I kind of jumped down. I fell into the rabbit hole of the internet. And did you know that animals can have strokes? (gasps) Blew my mind. Blew my mind. There's two dog accounts. (laughs) I'll try to find them at some point and I'll, I'll post like in the show notes, 
um, of dog stroke survivors. <laughs> Crazy, to be honest. I don't have to share this, but I'm going to. I cried because I love dogs. I love my dog. I just took a trip to, to Portland. I was there for a week and I had to leave Stella behind and probably at least four or five times the first day I just cried randomly. Like not just again, it's been established. Joe's not an attractive crier, but like I would, I would just cry. And then over the course of the week, at least once a day, I was in tears just thinking about my dog. Now I was watching these things and this dog is coming like surviving from a stroke. I'm like, Oh my God, this dog has stroke. Oh, what was Stella? And then I just ball like a little baby because I don't know. Joe's in touch with his emotions. Don't judge. Love, love guys. Come on. You guys, you guys know me. <laughs> I, I hope so. I think I hope by now. So yeah. So it, it, if you're, if you're, if you're a human being, if you're an animal, you can have a stroke. <laughs> are you a stroke or brain injury survivor looking for a community and support? Well, the neuro nerds are here to help join our hashtag. You so rock Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash you so rock to connect with other survivors like you. Plus, read other inspirational brain injury survivor stories on Joe's blog at josorocks.com slash you so rock and submit your stories there as well. We want to hear them. And remember, you, you so, so rock. rock. <laughs> I don't want to fear monger. I don't. And I don't want to make people panic or feel uncomfortable at all. But I do want people to know you have to take care of yourself. You do. You you really do it's the adult thing to do nobody wants to be called immature nobody wants to be called a a man baby or a woman baby or a child so let's not act like that you know let's act like children because we're adults and we're choosing to act like kids but let's not do it because we haven't hit that point of maturity now if you're not going to the doctor you probably are there's that point of maturity that you need to hit you really do now there's a million reasons why you don't want to go to the doctor well i'm i have anxiety with doctors like it, it makes me scared cool i understand that because i suffer from anxiety still going to doctors it's very difficult for me and i freak out i i freak out it's a lot for me to go to the doctors but i do it i don't do it because i love going to the doctors and i'm over it i just think it's the easiest fun th- i do it because it's necessary it's necessary not just for me it's necessary for Felice, for my family, for my friends, for every single person in our community that listens to this show or follows me uh, on social media or reads my blogs and sees my recovery and looks at that and say, hey, I want to do that. That's why I go to the doctor. I do it not just for myself. I do it for everyone because I say it a lot and I super mean it. We are all in this together. We are. Regular ass normies, people who haven't had strokes, the caregivers, the caretakers, the family members, the significant others, the friends, all of them. We are all, and oh, now the animals. Hey, we're in this together too, animals. We're all in this together. We have to help one another. We have to step up. And we've already spoken up against stroke. And now we need to change the face of stroke. We really, really do. It's time. It's time. It's, it's really time to educate the masses. There, there is so much great information out there that needs to get out and we need to do everything in our power to make that happen. So when we start these campaigns, we appreciate all the shares, you know, we're not asking anything other than share, share the posts in your stories on all your social media, retweet it, share all that stuff out because you never know who you're saving. And when I say save, I really mean this really take a step back and think about it. This is life saving information. There can be someone out there 
that didn't know any of this stuff. And then you tell them about fast and then they're like, oh, oh, okay. Now I know. Now I have that in my mind. And they're like, oh, wow, my face is drooping. Why is my face drooping? Oh, my God. Fast. I need to get to a hospital. Right. You're literally saving lives. Come on, guys. Let's be superheroes. You know, let's not be children. Let's not be man babies and woman babies and immature kids. Let's all be adults. And even the kids out there that are listening to this, because I know there's a, you know, there's a, a bunch of underage kids that like lean into this for the nerdy side of the neuro nerds. Hey, save your future self. Cause to be honest, you're at risk too. save your parents, save your teachers, save them too. We all need to educate one another. Back in the day, there was campaigns for um, CPR. So many lives have been saved because now everybody knows for the most part, Oh, CPR, the pressure in the chest. Oh, and even that has, is changing. It used to be pressure on the chest to keep the heart going. And then you would blow in the lungs to keep the oxygen. You know, you don't have to blow in the lungs anymore. They realize like, it doesn't matter if you're pumping the heart. That's all that really matters. Cause the heart's going to get blood. Th- yeah. Anyways, look that up. You guys should definitely look that up, but we need to share all this stuff. We're not asking for a lot of these campaigns. They're always asking for donations. To be honest, it's necessary. It really is. It's hard though, because as a stroke survivor and a huge, massive chunk of you um, out there, financially, it's a struggle. It's a struggle just to get by, to pay the bills, to pick up your meds. It's there's not a lot of disposable income, so it's really hard to to donate to places like same you, the the Heart and Stroke Association. It's very as much as we want to. Sometimes we just can't because it's difficult. So. I'm not asking for donations to these places. Now, I'm not not asking. If you guys want to donate, please, please, please. Every dollar helps. Donate to these amazing causes because it's just, they do such great work and it helps so much. So that being said, I'm not asking for that. All I'm asking from everybody out there is your help in spreading the message. Spread the word. We're trying to change the face of stroke and we're trying to educate the world. We're trying to educate the masses. So, and if you guys don't, I don't know. You guys don't mess with social media. If you're listening to this on YouTube, you know, cool. It's in the background. That's awesome. You, you don't have to re I don't know. Is there like a retweet for YouTube? Whatever it is. You don't have to do that. You know what you can do? You can talk to somebody. You can talk to a family member, whoever you live with. You can talk to a friend. You can go get some ice cream and talk to you. Go get a cup of coffee. Speak to the barista and say, Hey, did you know about strokes? And did you know it could happen to anybody? Let's get this conversation going. Let's talk to everyone. If you're underage and you go to school, Talk to your teacher. Why not say, hey, so I'm listening to this really amazing podcast called The Neuro Nerds. Boy, that Joe is amazing. I'm just assuming that's what you would say. You know, I'm just saying. (laughs) Talk to your teacher and say, hey, is there any way that maybe we can have two, three minutes to talk about the signs of stroke? Why not? You know what I mean? Like, I just want as much education out there as possible because it saves lives. If I would have known more, about what a stroke was, maybe I wouldn't have had a stroke. Now, as much as I love this community, I love this community is my heart. Like I love each and every one of you guys. And I would run through a brick wall for all of you guys. I would love not to be in it. I would absolutely love not to be in this community because it's such a struggle with everything. All of the things that happen to us, all of the, the, the deficits that we suffer, all of the depression, the anxiety, the PTSD, all of these things are the things we wish on our worst enemies. We don't want that to happen to us, but it happened. And I know I absolutely do not want it to happen to anyone else other than my worst enemy. For sure. That's what I'm shooting for. No, I'm trying to be good. Be good. 
Take a step back, Joe. Even your worst enemies. Are, well, all right. That's that's a whole debate in itself. Anyways, I digress. Are you a stroke or brain injury survivor looking for a community and support? Well, the Neuro Nerds are here to help. Join our hashtag #UsoRock Facebook group at facebook.com/groups/UsoRock to connect with other survivors like you. Plus, read other inspirational brain injury survivor stories on Joe's blog at joesorocks.com/UsoRock, and submit your stories there as well. We want to hear them. And remember, you, you so rock. rock. <laughs> so we're changing the face of stroke. The neuro nerds are changing the face of stroke. And the world, I really hope that they jump on board with this campaign and show that we can change the face of stroke. There's going to be uh, a lot of content coming out about it over the next month. Um, uh, as we close out the Speak Up Against Stroke campaign that myself and Efri put a lot of hard work and love and effort into, we're transitioning into Change the Face of Stroke. And we're going to put in just as much love and effort into this to keep the conversation going. You know, this is something that speaks to me a lot. It's something that I've wanted to do for a really long time. And I'm really excited that I'm able to start this campaign and keep the conversation going, you know, and it's, it needs to happen. We need to educate the masses. We do. I can't stress this enough. Lives are at stake. I know that sounds so dramatic. It's not, it's really, really not. I was speaking to at the wedding. I was speaking to, the best man's parents, both of them are, I believe, doctors, right? I was sharing my story, had a stroke, blah, blah, blah. You guys heard it a million times. You don't need to hear it anymore. <laughs> and they both looked at me like I was an alien because they're like, what? Oh, okay. I saw you walk over here like this. You're speaking to me like this. You're, I'm an absolute miracle because again, numbers don't lie. The numbers say I should not be here, period. And if I am here, I should not be as functional as I am. That's a lot. That's a lot to take in. That's a lot to, that's a lot to ponder. You know, you get the, well, why me? Why am I here? What what was the purpose of me being here? Why am I doing so well? You do all of that stuff. I think I'm, well, I'm not over it, but you know, I'm over for the most part. And I've, I've kind of, I'm, I'm resigned to the, to the fact that like, I'm here to help because that's what I want to do. And I'm very passionate about our community. And I think I made it to help the masses understand that this could happen to anybody. And I think I made it to help all of us and help everybody understand that this could literally happen to anyone to spread the word, to help people that have gone through this, help them get back to where they want to be, you know, help them understand that. Yes, this is just you're still normal. It's just a different, it's a new normal. You know, you're still, it's just you 2.0, right? That's what I am. I'm Joe 2.0. Joe 1.0 almost died. Joe 2.0, the, the rose like the Phoenix. Now I don't even want to talk about Phoenix on the plane ride. I saw dark Phoenix. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Phoenix fire. It was a dumpster fire. It was so bad. And I'm so happy that the rights are back with Marvel because I need to see Phoenix done the right way. I really, really do. You got to throw in the nerd with the neuro nerds, right? I could talk a lot about the neuro is the nerd part. Oh, and then on the flight, that was a flight there. The flight home, I saw Shazam and I heard amazing things. Shazam's so funny. It's so good. It's such a good movie. Shazam was adequate. Just like Aquaman, people are like blown away. Oh, Aquaman was so good. It was like the best. Aquaman was a very solid seven. A solid seven, 7.5. I wouldn't even be mad. 
if if I pumped it up to eight, I feel like I would be giving it too much credit. Shazam, same deal. I give Shazam a solid seven. It was like more in the vein of like Guardians of the Galaxy. It was fun. It was bright. It was colorful. It didn't take itself like super serious. I give it like a solid seven. I might be cheating if I said 7.5, but I wouldn't be too upset. If I went any lower, I'd feel like I wasn't giving it the benefit of the doubt. It's definitely not an eight, maybe a seven and a half. Aquaman, possibly an eight, probably seven and a half. So yeah, that, that's that's where I am with the DC stuff. So, but yet again, Joe digresses. <laughs> Thanks to our sponsor, Avid Technology, for providing us with the tools, or should I say pro tools, to record, edit, and mix our podcast and get our message out clearly to the world. Try Avid first to start recording today for free at avid.com slash pro dash tools. Yay. Yay. So the campaign is change the face of stroke. And that's what we're all going to do. We're, we have to show everyone that stroke can happen to anyone. And we have to educate everyone so it doesn't happen to them. There, there are so many people out there that just they, just go to the doctor. Come on, guys. Like, just go to the doctor. I was really concerned with a good friend of mine. And I was like, you're, you're suffering from headaches like this? Please, please go to the doctor. Now, Now, we can't force anybody to do anything. All we can do is focus on, we can only control what we can control, right? It hurts and it sucks that we can't help other people or show them that there's a better way. All you can do is all you can do. Share information, show your concern, you know, offer help. Hey, I'll go with you. You need help making an appointment? Because some people just don't like making appointments or they're not capable. I didn't really know how to make an appointment because I never grew up going to doctors. I would just get sick and then, well, I'm really sick and I feel like I'm going to die. So I'm just going to go to the emergency room. That's what my hospital visits were like, because I didn't know what urgent care was until I almost died. You know, urgent care is amazing. I go all the time. <laughs> well, when I'm sick, I don't just go. It's like, oh, it's Saturday. Time to go to urgent care. It's not that. And again, it's very difficult for me to go to the doctor. It's very difficult for me to end up in a hospital or in a doctor's office. It's a lot. The PTSD triggers anxiety creeps up and it's fucking chaos. It's a lot, but I do it. I do it not because it's fun. I do it not because, well, you know, I guess it's, no, I do it because it's the right thing to do and it's necessary, not just for me, you know, like for me, yes, I want to do it for me because I really like being here now. I have a lot more self-worth than I've ever had in my life. I'm a lot more mentally healthy than I've ever been in my life, but it's not just me. It's bigger than me. It's my, for my family. It's for my significant other. It's for my friends. It's for my community. That's why I do these things. That's why I'm, so, I'm not doing this campaign because I'm, I'm, I'm arrogant and I'm like, yeah, check out what I'm doing. Joe changes the face of stroke. No, not at all. I'm doing this because I feel it's necessary. I feel it's necessary to educate everybody and show them that, look, the paperwork, it, it's these faces need to change. Old people have strokes. Yes. Not to be mean, it, the percentages say it should happen to you, not us, right? Like we know that as you get older, you, you're you more susceptible to having a stroke. You're more susceptible to having a heart attack. You're more susceptible to breaking a bone because your bones become brittle. Like that's just a known thing, right? Strokes, though, they can happen to anyone at any time. That's what bugs me out. It can happen in utero. Like I know somebody who had a stroke before they were born. Yeah. Ponder that. That's 
That's a lot. But the fact is, it's a thing. It's it's a thing. You can have strokes from from, from clots, from uh, hypertension, big chunk, like a big chunk of strokes, the hemorrhagic strokes from hypertension can be prevented just by going to the doctor, just by going to the doctor and the doctor saying, hey, man, calm down, going to therapy afterwards, changing your diet. Maybe you shouldn't shovel that many McRibs in your face, no matter how delicious and amazing they are. And they are absolutely delicious and amazing. Fight me. I love the McRib. I haven't had one since I've been out of the hospital. I'm pretty sure I might end up in a hospital if I have another one. It might be worth it. I love the McRib. It's so disgusting. I'm painfully aware how gross it is. I still love it. I'm not going to lie. So we, we need to educate ourselves. We need to educate our families. We need to educate our friends. And we need to educate the masses. Everyone. Everyone. You know, look, we, we, we're all good people inside for the most part. You know, we, we, we did our episode about the Joker and mental health and there might be some evil people out there. There's a couple in Congress for sure. But for the most part, people are good. That's why I say when it came to mental health, talk to somebody, talk to us, talk to neuro owners. Hey, we're here to help. I said all the time, talk to your family members, talk to your friends, talk to your significant other, talk to a priest, talk to a doctor. There are hotlines. There's an endless community of people online. There are literally billions of people for you to talk to. Find your community, find your tribe, find your people. You know, you have to make the effort though. You have to advocate for yourself. And then once you do that, I suggest, and I really, really hope you understand and feel how amazing that is. And then advocate for everyone else, you know, because we are all in this together. I, people might get tired of hearing me say that. I don't care. It's the truth. And I really, really mean it. And a victory for one is a victory for all. Like, you know, Kristen, the newscaster from Colorado, I've never met her before, but when she posted that, oh, I'm a few, you know, I'm, I'm a couple of weeks away from getting back on air after having a stroke about several, you know, six, seven months ago, I was so excited. I jumped up. I was, it was like, I won. It was like my, my Clippers won the championship, which is going to happen this year. <laughs> I jumped up. I was like, yes, I've never met Kristen. I, I, I've never met her, but I know that she's an advocate for our community. We've chatted here and there, and I'm super inspired by her journey. I just like I'm inspired by every single one of you guys out there. The, the, every step that you take, every little victory, it should be celebrated, you know, and people need to see that and people need to know that. Well, oh, well, the person just did that. No, no, no. This is a stroke survivor and a young stroke survivor. Now, you need to know every one of these little victories are big victories for our community. And look at your neighbor. Look at the person across the table from you at a Starbucks. Well, first off, don't go to Starbucks. Go like Pete's or something like that. That person has a possibility of having a stroke, right? Your coworker, you know, your boss, your teacher, and really, really sad kids. You look at a playground. Any of those kids could have a stroke. Let's get this going, guys. This is very important to me. It's very important to our community. It's very important to the world. And I don't say it lightly. We're saving lives. We really, really are. Now, who doesn't want to be a superhero, right? And you don't have to go through, the, you don't have to jump into a burning building. You don't have to, you know, uh, uh, go underground and like beat up the mafia and save it. Like, you don't have to do any of that stuff. You can be an actual superhero by just sharing some information. And that's it. And that, that's all I ask that everybody does. 
just share the information, you know, talk to somebody about it, retweet it, repost it. Um, I don't know. It's, talk about it. Yeah, just talk about it. I don't know. That's, that's, what, that's what this is. We want to, we want to start um, conversations. Let's keep this conversation going. You know, we wrapped up the, we speak up against stroke. Now we're jumping into the, we change the face of stroke. Let's keep this conversation going. And no matter what, we're, we're always going to keep pushing forward. We're always going to start with a new campaign until everybody knows what a stroke looks like, what a stroke survivor looks like, who is it, It's all of us. Again, I always feel like, like I'm fear mongering. I'm not. I'm not, but the reality is it could be any of us and people need to take care of themselves. And that's why I'm very passionate about this. And that's why I'm really, really excited to start hope what I'm hoping. I'm hoping to start this movement, right? And I'm hoping to start this change because that's what's needed. A change is needed. And we need to look at pamphlets and see younger stroke survivors. We need to look at these pamphlets and see ethnic people. We really do. What's funny is I talked to a couple of people and they're like, Oh, like, you know, if you think of like diabetes, you always see like an older, heavy set African-American person. And yeah, when you see strokes and heart attack, you always see a wrinkled, white haired Caucasian person. I'm like, yeah, that's everything. Like, that's not it, though. That's that's not a stroke can be anybody. And I aim to change the face of stroke and I aim to educate the masses. And I really, really hope that you guys uh, jump on board this campaign with me and keep pushing forward because it's very important to me. And I think it's very, very needed in our community. So I appreciate all of you. I appreciate all your help. And I'm going to wrap up this episode. So I'll shout out our socials right now. You can follow me at Joso Rocks everywhere. You can follow Lauren at Lauren Almanzano on Instagram. You can follow us, the Neuro Nerds, at everywhere. I say it constantly and I mean it. The Neuro Nerds, we're here to help. Anything that we can help you with, reach out. Let's talk. You know, I'll try to put you in contact with somebody that can help if I can't, you know, find your tribe, find your community. We're, we're, we're doing this. And this is the most beautiful, amazing community in the world. I'm really, really sad that any of us are a part of it, but we're here. Now it's time to party. Nope, not time to party. It's time to spread the word. It's time to change the face of stroke. And that's exactly what we're going to do. And on that next campaign, changing the world, changing the face of stroke notes. This neuro nerd is out. Man, I really feel like I'm getting sick. <laughs> oh, that hurts. It's so bad. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm so glad Lauren's not here. I'm pretty sure she would have kicked me in the face. Insert Lauren kick noise here. Boom. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details hey it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to Quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with Quince being 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.